If you, you know what, to go make yourself a coffee, grab a blanket, rewind this podcast, and start it over with coffee. Join us. Drink along with us. I had two cups of this shit, and I'm, I'm, I'm great. Sixteen episode sixteen. Take one, Mark. Ah! <laughs> it's funny. You take it so seriously. I, hey, that's a slate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I use that as a shtick sometimes. It's just the theatrics of the yeah. of the show. Anyhow, that's a good way to kick it off. I mm-hmm. like it. You have a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, welcome, my friend. Welcome to to artist talks. Sitting with me today is the one and only. Mr. Satya, he is an Academy Award winner, director, oh. um, multifaceted actor. Yeah, he's uh, written more than one hundred shows for uh, you might know it HBO Max. Yeah, um, no, but he's a great, great human being, great artist, Thank really you. talented director. Thank you. That's uh, that's that's nice to hear someone say that. <laughs> That's kidding. I'm kidding. I get my fair share. Of, I don't know why I'm talking to the camera. Should be talking to the mic. I get. I've. I've. I never know how to take a compliment ever. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm bad at it. I'm bad at it. So people, if, yeah. if someone tells me that they enjoyed a piece of my work or something, uh, I'm always like, oh well, you know, I. Yeah. It wasn't that good. Like I, you know, I start to get yeah. all um, uh, weird about it. Why do we do that? I feel like I, I do that sometimes too. It's like I don't believe you. Sometimes it's like my head telling me, oh, like. I know I can do better than that, but sometimes it is. Uh, ego is not a good look. So, um, and having, especially having grown up the way I did around a lot of performers and a lot of actors and stuff, mm-hmm. um, in my own family, there's always like, there's always, we're always trying to find a balance between like understanding your ability and being able to like, you know, yeah, like under, understand and, and your ability and also, but not being like, no, but not don't, don't a, get big headed. Don't, don't be an asshole about it. Um, that so, balance. I like that word because it's yeah. also like, well, you also have to give yourself credit at some point because if you don't, then you don't have self love. Yeah, and I think totally. like the way I, I phrase it too is because I've, I've got this thing where I'm constantly mm. like watching my phrasing very carefully. So that's why sometimes it takes me a long time to finish a sentence. Um, I will phrase it by saying like, oh, that's that's the one I like the most or that's my favorite piece of work. I never go, this is the, my best thing. I always like, I always kind of share. It's like putting like, in terms of my opinion, this is the one that I think I did the best on or something. And then I start to, you know, break it down. Like, like I start, I always, I always have to go in and start like critiquing it and stuff like that. I am, I'm a believer in going back and watching your own work, not because you're like, look what I did. No. You know what I mean? But like, but as an to, observant, how can I grow? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I, I'll do that every now and then. I'll go look at an old project, even if it's something. We hold hold the car. <laughs> Bro, no one cares. Um, Let go of that. I, <laughs> that's what I can't. Well, we're always like hold for plane. Everyone's yeah. quiet for yeah. like that 30 seconds. of. <laughs> Get the director right on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially, especially when I'm doing sound. The yeah. sound people were they're always tyrants, you know. If I'm, uh, yeah. if I'm, uh, but I haven't boomed in a while. But when I used to, I yeah, would yeah, like, yeah. you know, just like, 
everyone's just waiting, staring mm-hmm. at me. That's when you have the most power on set, you know? Yeah. Uh, you hold the room. And, um, but yeah, so like definitely mm-hmm. watching your own work and. It's interesting though, like I, I want to go back to what you, something you were saying though. Mm-hmm. And, and cause I do feel like it's important to observe yourself and it's almost how you sort of find objectiveness yeah. uh, to some extent yeah. to being able to look at yourself in the mirror. But you also said something about being mindful with the way we communicate. And it's interesting too, because it's like, if we give it too much attention and like, we start like questioning every single word we're yeah. saying and putting out in the world, it's almost like, okay, are you now super timid and you're not going to talk? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you start to put a little bit more mindfulness, you can start to see like the effect that your words have. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, cause I know that you were saying that in almost in a sense of like, when you set up people for expectations, oh, bro, you should see this movie. It's like yeah, the yeah, best yeah, movie yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. But then they go see it and they're like, nice, ah, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. It's your opinion of it. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. It's good to express that. But but it's also thinking about like a little deeper things. Like sometimes a lot of people use the word, I can't. Or that's yeah. not possible. Yeah. Or that's ah, that's too much. Yeah. And like bringing a little bit of conscience to your language never hurts. No, for sure. I think it began with like I won't, it didn't start in the best place like mm. for me personally when it comes to um bringing yeah speaking more consciously just thinking about what you're saying a little bit more it came from actually stepping on like like walking on eggshells like i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings i don't want to offend anybody because mm. like i won't lie i have you know five six years ago i had a sense of humor that was a little more really little little more like i don't it was i was a really big fan of stand-up comedy and it was a little bit more like oh i don't care what you think or if you're offended or whatever now and that's just kind of like but the thing is that's just it's not then it's just you versus the audience it's not i can go into the whole thing but um, i know what you mean yeah when so initially it started like that i was like "Uh oh i don't want to get in trouble but then it evolved into finding a healthy balance where i can still be myself but also just be mindful of other people it's the same thing that comes up and I know this is a topical discussion in certain places, maybe not too much in LA because we've accepted it. Yeah. But like uh, pronouns, they, them. Yeah. Like, I, like using that. Like I know that my folks, they come from a, uh, just a more conservative way of life. And sure. it's like growing up in Venezuela. Like we've had a conversation recently about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like an idea that they're like questioning. You know, it's like it's not as easy to accept for them. Yeah, because they grew up without it, uh, than to us that it's sort of like being incorporated in our social. Yeah. But it, but it's what you're saying too. It's like you do it out of respect. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, whether and literally, literally, just like whether or not. So we we grew up with you know this is it's part of our generational thing. So we're of course with it and support and everything. But even whether or not you believe in it whether and it's just like just out of respect yeah you know what i mean out of respect once you're like i'm not gonna change my way of speaking you know like we're not asking you to learn a new language dude it's just uh it's a word one word actually when it yeah. comes to specifically when it comes to yeah. non-binary it's yeah one word yeah let's go from you know yeah he she to, to they it's yeah pretty simple um yeah. but uh anyway that's 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 preaching we're preaching we're preaching <laughs> we do a lot of that in this show by the way oh, yeah so uh don't worry about it if you let go too okay. much. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, sure. Try not to, but it's it's what it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever. It's a looks show by young people, but for everybody. Yeah. So we don't want to alienate anyone. Uh, alienate anyone, yeah. but just uh, you know, we're, we're preaching yeah. our. But let's go back to what you were saying about um, observing your work. Yeah. And like understanding where to go next. Yeah. 
I like that idea. I don't know if you can elaborate that. Elaborate, yeah. I, it's like, um, I don't know. Like, I just, for, okay, I mean, I'll give you an example. I'll go back and watch, like, a short film I did in high school, and it was one that, to this day, I still think in terms of storytelling is one of my favorite pieces that mm-hmm. I've done, and it was from 2016. Um, and, like, I even then, but, like, so it's a matter of, I don't know, you break it down into, like, two things. You break it down, like, creatively in terms of storytelling, but also technical. So technical ability doesn't ever have a dip, mm. I don't think, in terms of if you're, if you're doing, in any creative field, mm-hmm. you're always going to get technically better at what you're doing. Yeah. Um, Isn't that, yeah, 100%, I agree with that. Yeah, you're never, you're never going to, like... Like maybe there's something you reach a new level and there's like okay this is a brand new and it feels off at the beginning yeah. maybe it's like ah I don't know if I like that but it's just a new level yeah, that there's a reached. brand new plane of stuff you need to learn mm-hmm. but then you just keep adding it to your repertoire yeah. but you're never gonna like like you're never I as an editor I I know I'm never gonna become a shittier editor on a technical level it's impossible <laughs> yeah, like... not you can't go backwards <laughs> but creatively since that's you can't quantify creativity. There's, mm-hmm. There could be levels and stuff like that. And it's, it's so subjective. So somebody's best could be someone else's worst. 100%. So, but. Um, you were going back to the story, yeah, that you were. But when you're telling, yeah. So when I was watching this film, I was like, I, I love the storytelling. And I was mm-hmm. like, here's a couple of things I could have done better. Um, and also, sometimes as a pick-me-up, it helps just to show yeah. that, like, you Worth definitely. You- where you've been and now where you that, are. Well, that you're making some, that you're yeah. that you're because sometimes it doesn't feel like you're moving forward, especially as a as a student. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels good to just sometimes go back and just remind yourself, like, hey, this is when you were first starting out, and now yeah. you're doing this, and then in 15 years you're gonna do the same thing. Look 100%. at your old work. Um, Isn't that crazy though? Like, yeah. like you've known, you've always been wanting to do this right when was like the first yeah time that the you... the origin story the yeah. marvel origin story is uh i was nine years old um my mom had just rented jurassic park okay and i watched it at home and it scared me i don't think i was actually mm. able to finish the movie as a kid All right. the scene where samuel jackson's severed arm like oh. falls over laura dern's yeah. shoulder always used to freak me out and i had to close my eyes um, what about the bathroom scene? There's like a, isn't there like a bathroom scene with the oh I, the uh, the kitchen scene or the kitchen where they're the kids are scrambling. That's one of the scariest scenes yeah. in cinema history, but it's amazing. Yeah, it's a brilliant scene. Um, and also, so Steven Spielberg was like the guy. I was he's right. like this is the filmmaker that mm-hmm. made me want to do it. But I watched the behind the scenes of the Jurassic Park okay. movie. Mm-hmm. So I watched the documentary, and from there. I decided I was like, oh, this is that looks cool. I want to do that. I got signed up in some film classes, like a weekend thing. This was like when what you how old were you? Nine years old? Yeah, nine. So oh. two thousand eight or so. Um, and that's it. That was that's I knew it. right then. That was like this is what I'm gonna do. I started an animation, like playing with Legos and stuff like that. Wow. I used to do a bunch of Lego animation. It was my really thing. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Uh, yeah. But your mom, you said she was an actor. Yeah. So she came up. both my parents used to be actors. Oh. Um, and then shortly after they moved out here, so my mom's from Argentina, my dad's from Italy. Wait, wait a second. Yeah. I didn't know the Argentina part. Yeah. Wait, what? Why do you think I randomly throw like Spanish words at that you and stuff so when we were in sense, class? Bro, I thought, I thought it was like in Italy. I, don't I know. speak the language. Right Damn. <laughs> Why did I forget this? I feel like we had a conversation about this and a I little just forgot. Bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, she mm-hmm. went, shortly after moving out here, she became an acting coach, mm-hmm. and she's been coaching since then and writing as well. Still, to yeah, this day, still coaches. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, privately and with schools and stuff mm-hmm. right now. I think she's working with LAUSD right now, okay. doing kind of like an after-school program. Um, and uh, yeah, my dad was an actor, so yeah, I mean, they never pushed it onto me and my younger brother, mm-hmm. but we both just ended up finding it we did they, they took us to all the classes you know music uh art i used to paint and draw and sculpt more when i was younger and then wow I started doing more about film and yeah it was funny it actually goes even further back like yeah. apparently there's this photograph of me when i was like four graduating nursery okay and everyone was holding their diplomas and apparently i had mine rolled up like this oh like look a, at that for the listeners like a an eyepiece um like an eyepiece and my younger brother apparently always had kind of like rhythm when they would go to those like, you know, music together classes, like when it's like parents with their kids. Mm-hmm. And he ended up, you know, becoming a, a pianist and a composer. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's in school right now. Damn. Have him on here. He'll, he's. Yeah. What, what, what school does he go to? <laughs> he's at CalArts right now for, oh, so... for jazz performance. Fucking A. Yeah, please. I would love to have him. Um, that's amazing. You know, and it's almost like every time I hear those stories, I just have like this little thing that lights up inside that it's like yeah. if we all just like took a second to like go back in our just in our memories mm-hmm. and just see and track back your interests in life yeah how it it's always been there it's always been there yeah you if you the, even if you try to track it back you're like it kind of always i'm trying not to sound pretentious no, but like it but always it is, true. is, it is there i feel like i feel like deep inside people listening right now who maybe don't know if they like maybe they don't have a path right now. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm stuck in this, but deep inside they know. You know what I mean? Like do walking somewhere. You know? Yeah, it, it'll it it hits. It, it and hits. I, I think everybody everybody mm-hmm. should have and has even if they haven't found it a kind of creative outlet. My mm-hmm. um I, one of my best friends is a physicist and mm-hmm. they study uh, physics at, at USC, yeah. but they. They're also visual effects artists. Like they do, are well, not officially, but they play with that. Yeah. Well, I would even say that being a, uh, you said he he a physicist. He's they're, a. They're a physicist. Yes. Yeah. There's creativity in that too, as well. If you think about it. Oh yeah, no. You know um, what I mean? Even on on, I, I interviewed like maybe two years ago another good friend of mine, mm-hmm. who uh, is a software engineer. Okay. And, and we interviewed him as a software engineer, but um, he took us on this whole like journey just kind of telling us about how what he does is also considered an art. We've interviewed teachers and asked them about how teaching is an Every, art. Because everything, it comes out of, and this is what I keep emphasizing over and over, that everything just, not claiming that this is the truth, it's just what I keep observing. It's mm-hmm. like everything comes from creativity. Everything that we do is, yeah. it's, it's, it's coming out of... I'm not trying to preach right now, but you know what I mean. No, sure, but to you get to I mean? get we get a little philosophical. I think everything is a mixture. Every, like existence is a mixture of like mathematics and creativity, and it's just kind of all meshed together. You can get as technical and as deep into it as you yeah. want. Believe me, I had some teachers that did that. Right. But um, or or not, but like not. It, it. But yeah, that kind of is. I think the basis is yeah. like you know, absolutely. And by the way, do you want more? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I made Satya some of my delicious creative juice coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, this one's from Peru. Mm-hmm. Beautiful bean. What's the blend called? Uh, the 
or well, Cusco, 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 because it's from the state yeah. of Cusco. But uh, I think it's a single origin, which means it's just sourced from that area. Have and you traveled around South America? Oh, that's a good one. I have only, well, I've been to Argentina, right? Buenos Aires. Yeah, I've been to Bariloche, but as a kid, right? right? Like we went to. Snow. I have to go. I've never been. I've, I've oh, never been. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most you... of my family is from Buenos Aires. I, okay, well, to... you have to visit. Yeah. Colombia has been a big place where I visited. Um, you have to go to Medellin or Bogota. Yeah. See that rural area. It's beautiful. Or the coffee in Medellin is like. Yeah. Or in Colombia in general, it's just they known for that. Uh, but I've also traveled inland in my um, country. Right. We got some beautiful um, foresty, like near the Amazons, because we also right. have part of the Amazons. Yeah. Um, there's this park called. Ah, oh, shit. I just can't Wamanchino. Parque Wamanchino. It's where the waterfall. Oh. Um, the Angel Falls. Right. It's like the biggest waterfall in the world. It's located I in... I to see that. Yeah. Um, no, no, you should. It, and then you can stay in this place and you also you can camp. There's also this other part where it's another like inhabited area that it's mm-hmm. just amazing. And I've told this story many times, but it's just beautiful. It's like... Uh, we meet me and my friend we went i'm trying to remember the name right now it's just yeah. escaping in my, my head maniapure maniapure that's it maniapure it's just like basically a tribe used to live here mm. and now there's this family who has become friends with the tribe and now they do this trip ever so often right. i think every year and they go to this part and okay. it's amazing but it's very like outside kind of like doesn't feel like commercial you know what right I mean? it's and that's and that's that's uh that's kind of like i mean as as fun and as glamorous as it is to travel to western countries italy france and have mm. coffee outside you know yeah. in italy in the piazza just like yeah. sipping on you know on your coffee and then um you know going out for pizza for lunch but at the same time you also kind of you just want to if you go to to just other countries that um possess this sort of kind of that's still space. yeah that's still yeah that still possess like that I, honestly just more nature in general just it, stuff like that like i just i don't i don't and it sounds very mm-hmm. white privilegey but i don't like want to go to the tourist spots all too much i mean sure some but also just like some of the smaller you know the smaller towns the smaller cities and it's stuff also like the that. i feel like you remember your core as a human when you go to those places of pure just rawness yeah pure nature and and to go there in in a least disruptive way as possible. Absolutely. To go there as uh, as, as a, a visitor who wants to expand their horizons and learn a little bit more, and just explore. Um, and even when you're going in there, like if we're gonna get technical, you stimulate like the local economy there with you know like you go to the local businesses. You don't go if you're gonna go to yeah. Um, you know, somewhere in the middle of, of South America, you're not going to go shopping at Walmart. <laughs> you yeah, go to the local market. Not that it even exists, but I know what you mean, yeah. exactly. And it's the same thing with um, um, bringing, coming in with respect and also leaving with respect. Like, yeah. taking that with you, and I think you keep it in your life. Talking about that, I just wanted to say that, yeah. coincidentally, Peru, and especially the regions, I, I'm not sure, Cusco might be one of the regions where, mm. where they have this, but it's like, it's a very spiritual land too, and it's sure. known for the spiritual retreats in yeah. the middle of like the forest and, and 
plain nature. I, I want to do one of those things eventually, yeah. I think there's just this big mm. bucket list yeah. that involves traveling for so many of us, especially yeah. we had to live out the first part of our 20s in a quarantine, essentially, you know, and also just living under this constant... I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, I'm not complaining like, about it. Just mm-hmm. being like, ah, it's a bunch of bullshit. No, but like, you know, there is almost like it's more, an unfortunate circumstance that we like have to be more water boiling that that it's making you want to go and live and mm-hmm. move. And somebody once told me said there's there's two things um, that are worth mm-hmm. like that will never lose their value or something like yeah. that. Shout out to Jose Castro. <laughs> okay, he's a family friend of ours Jose Castro, and a frequent. Yeah. Uh, a frequent guest on, on me and my buddy Brock's podcast. Right. Um, he said, food and travel. If you can do it, that's the, those are the two things that are just, that will never lose their value, that are always worth it. Mm. Food and travel. All that. Um, because I think food and travel, and, and with travel comes, you know, um, uh, learning new languages, visiting, you know, so, like seeing art installations, everything, everything. Culture, so food, just culture. and like, yeah. So literally expanding your horizons and just being and exploring the world mm-hmm. is like, something that's just yeah. always going to be worth it. Yeah. And um, I know I'm shifting a little bit of no, topics, go ahead, do it. but uh, the, I've been wondering and sort of circulating on this question, and it might time to what we're talking about about knowing what you know like mm. knowing what you want or knowing yeah. the for instance that you always wanted to be a director but it's like uh this idea that when you feel like things when you're doing something that it's not adding to your life for instance that when you're involved in a job that you honestly do not feel like it's driven yeah. what you love how do you know when to like say okay that's it I need to move into something that really is passionate. Like, when do you feel like you're, you make this? And this happens not only with jobs, but like life, like life yeah. decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you know to, to that this uh, that this is kind of done, and you want to move to the next yeah. one. Yeah. When do you know that you're far away from your de- dream and closer to it? Yeah. So it's the whole. Um, <laughs> once again, shout out to Jose. Castro. What? He, okay. He a, we we talked a lot about this about the shiny object. Okay. In life where you find that thing that's kind of cool and it's it's a little bit off your path. And as long as you can kind of find your way back to what you want to do, or who knows, maybe it leads to something you want to do completely different. So okay. that's the thing. So I think it's always important to be open-minded, but also un, you know understand that if you kind of, this is not your thing, this is not what you want to do for the yeah. rest of your life, at some point you got to say, all right, I'm done. And there's a lot of scary factors that I guess the biggest one, especially living um you know, in LA is financial insecurity. Mm. Like, I don't want to quit this job because then I I can't make money immediately mm-hmm. doing. When it's in most of the creative fields, you're not gonna make any money like at all in the beginning. Well, you can make that. Yeah, you can make that argument for a lot of things as well. Of course, yeah. yeah. So, no, but 100 percent agree with you. It's it's a good recurrent topic. Yeah. But but um, how do I know when to say that's enough? It's happened a lot for me. It just it kind of. I don't, it's not something I feel like I can explain. Just there are times where yeah. I'm like, that's it. Sometimes circumstantially it just happens. Uh-huh. A job ends. Literally. Just like the All universe right. just goes, hey, this is not, this is it. That's a path. Yeah. Of- that, that happened with me a couple times. And yeah. um, it's it was just, it was done. And I was like, that was fun. I'm going to try the new one. I was a podcast editor for two years for other podcasts. And wow, uh, it was fun and it paid well. But um, after a while... 
it uh, it wasn't. It sort of ended, and and there was different circumstances that factored in, like you know, uh, time and money and things like that. But that's all boring shit. Um, but what, what were you being? I mean, because here's the thing, though. Like, even though you don't want to be a podcast editor for your life for the rest of your life, was it filling you though? If it was, then. Maybe that was part of your journey. Well, that's the that thing. Moment. Like, it wasn't. You know I, mean? I learned a lot of new stuff. Yeah, it wasn't mind-numbingly boring, and I understand mm -hmm. that some people are in some positions to that where they they have to, you know, because like you can't. There's right. the world is closing in on mm -hmm. them, and they've got to work something that they're 100%, not interested 100%. in doing. Um, and now we're just using the example of like yeah. jobs, because but but I mean, right. having like yeah. life decisions. Like, how do you know when a friendship is not? Oh. It's turning toxic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and then how do you like? Because I feel like we have an inner compass, right? Like we have an inner yeah. little thing that goes. Beep, 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 beep. Okay, yeah, yeah. something's not. Wait a minute. Why did this person just say that? Why is that not making me feel right? Like your intuition is very wise, mm -hmm. and sometimes you end up proving your intuition right when that person ends up doing something, and you're like, fuck. So I mean, yeah. I mean, in my personal life, I don't think I've had a friendship where i was like mm -hmm. that's it we're done no, don't talk to like me anymore that, but like but there are things that they just fall off i think mm -hmm. most of the time especially when it comes to friendships and relationships and stuff like that if you're gonna um if it's reaching a point like like you mentioned where it's it's over a lot of the time if you just uh sometimes it just falls off and right. if that person kind of feels the same way then you're just not going to talk again right or like in, i think Or comes back, right? Like yeah, we or some, if they yeah. keep coming back, well, then you got to turn around and say stop, you know? <laughs> or I also mean like, is in like, you were close or, friends. But, mm -hmm. Yeah, or no, that happens too. So mm -hmm. um, you tend to reconnect. Uh, some yeah. of the people I was closest with in elementary school, I fell off with a lot in high school and mm -hmm. beginning of college, and now we are tighter than ever. Isn't that crazy too, yeah. right? And it almost sort of like organically happens. As, as it really, it getting. does happen. It, yeah, I mean, in my personal life, it's just happened really organically. Yeah. I, it's just, uh, it's circumstantial. I think because I was, you know, this is actually when people ask me like, are you religious or something like that? And I, well, this will tie in. Um, well, let's talk. Let's I say like, in. I'm not, not really, but I'm not atheist. I just kind of, yeah. I don't know. I have uh, things I subscribe to, things I like, ideas that I like. You have a spirituality. Sure. Everyone has one. Like, I feel like people, even when people, uh, I'm getting preachy. I always get <laughs> preachy at this point because it hits yeah. me right in the nail. It's like, damn. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear more. I want to hear more about that. Well, because I was raised. So look, if you, mm -hmm. if you like walk through my house, you're going to see a tiny little old, 70 year old picture of mother mary next to a statuette of of buddha the chinese buddha the chinese buddha. and but then there's the tibetan buddha sitting on the window but then there's ganesha outside our door but then there's <laughs> zeus uh somewhere in our hallway What? and then above the television there's a mermaid and then in my mother's bedroom there's a dragon like you know yeah, what i mean because you said you mentioned your mom was um she was a lot into what, what do you call it so my my mom when she was 21 just packed up left argentina she grew up there during i don't remember which dictatorship but it was it was rough mm -hmm. um during the like the disappeared era okay. where people were getting you know picked up off the streets so she packed up and left and traveled to india and lived there on and off for like seven years and um you know and did service there yeah um And that's kind of where she... And she was always spiritual. I think that came from her dad, who I, mm. I never got to meet. But um, 
it kind of opened her up and she experienced right. a bunch of different cultures and then she raised me and my brother just kind of like everything i don't know everything, everything. yeah everything, <laughs> everything she picked up along the way she brought it to you yeah so that ties in to the original point in saying that both of us are able to let go mm. pretty easily like we're not very especially actually this is a big thing when it comes to death oh wow um the grieving i mean i've never had anyone super 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 close to me die other than pets but the grieving process is usually i of course you feel what you need to feel mm -hmm. but and then usually just comes that understanding the acceptance just comes a little bit faster mm -hmm. um and especially when it comes with uh, what comes to dogs specifically you know <laughs> hey devastated when when you know yeah. uh when a dog dies when one of my pets dies but then you kind of reach this point where you're like on to rescue the next one like you're almost like you want that's because we always would yeah. pick them up from shelters so like let's grab another one that's not, so not to replace but like it needs a home yeah um there's just yeah there's just this ability to let go i've known a lot of people you mm -hmm. know who are in my age and mm -hmm. then you know uh parents of friends who've passed away and yeah um you just i don't know you you kind of accept that that was that that it happened there's, the acceptance comes really fast it's just a part of life and it's I don't think it's this like I don't think it's this blase not caring attitude. No, it's almost like uh, it maybe uh, and no, correct me no, if I'm wrong, it. but it, it may be a deeper understanding that it's not death, that life is not over. Yeah, no, or like it's, that it's the, a... that our soul is living on. Yeah, sure. I like I like the idea of reincarnation. I like that and, one a lot. And you know what? It, it's pretty like if you really read into it it's not crazy to really think Why about not? it you know i want to come back as a motherfucking dolphin like I, you know I no but the, even the idea that you come back and like that you've lived many lives i don't know in different sure, realms yeah. or i mean whatever a hundred percent um uh i don't want to get it wrong but i believe in the um i don't know if it's the, it might be the hindu religion there's mm -hmm. like a almost a, a list Mm -hmm. like a hierarchy of the animals that you go down yeah um, yeah and uh it's it's interesting it's fascinating to me it's know? also not like it didn't come out of nowhere like if you think yeah. about it it's not like someday one guy was bored and was like oh let's make this up yeah <laughs> i mean there might have been a lot of patterns over and over maybe in that philosophy was built out of somewhere yeah. right i mean i think it at least it has a purpose yeah to exist right um Great, great. Thank you for thank you for indulging me there. Uh, <laughs> I do since we're on this realm of like thinking about our spirituality and thinking about our paths and how do we know we're in our path or not in our path. Yeah. There's this idea about you know, there's a lot of things going on right now. And I don't think I'm, I'll ever stop saying that. Like people will ever stop saying. There's, there's a all, lot of things going on there right will now. There's always always going to be hundred years ago. They're saying a lot of things going on right now. It's if it's not exactly if it's not on the Western Hemisphere, it's on this hemisphere. It's it's gonna keep going, right? It's on fire. It's all on fire. It's all on fire. And maybe right now things feel like they're a little more on fire than they have. Um, people are. Some people think that art, making art right now, or expressing ourselves creatively might be useless i want to hear what you think i mean i already see your, no, your yeah. face no, but so uh, the, but tell me why why don't you think making art is useless so yeah so the arts will never be meaningless ever they've been to people people have died over the arts they're mm. 
uh, famous Italian director Pasolini was assassinated because of the films he made back in wait, the 70s. Wait, wait, well, what? Tell me, I didn't know that. He wouldn't have to watch more of his movies, so I'm not a historian on this. Yeah. But um, he would make films that called out the Catholic Church a lot and just like call out, like, he made films that just kind of called wow. out society. Very and controversial. Just, yeah, a lot of controversial films and someone killed him over it. Um, Fucking A. And so, but that's, that's an extreme example. Yeah. But the... Um, Maybe less so with commercialism and stuff like that, but the arts have always been a reflection of. No, and yeah, when I'm when I'm talking, art, it's it's important that we clarify too right now what our definition of art is. I mean, this is an evolving definition, but for the sake of this conversation, mm-hmm. art we're talking about something that comes from the heart, comes yeah, yeah. from love, comes with the intention to push culture forward. Yeah, you know, it's always been about holding a, like it's always been about sharing your perspective on mm-hmm. on life and society and stuff like that and you can make really strong blatant messages with your artwork or you can go more subtle Mm -hmm. um and then you know they evolve i mean like the whole thing about uh you know the whole for example i guess a more now commercial but then you know probably not as popular but you know stan lee creating the x-men like that was a whole that was it's a it's a metaphor for um the civil rights movement in the 60s wait stanley kubrick sorry stan lee Stan, oh, Stan Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, with the X Men is a fucking wait yeah. a fucking second. Yeah, yeah. So the whole, the whole, the mutant thing. All the politics in the films are about you know fucking we don't a. like mutants. It's all about segregation and not even then there was you know uh, the um, eugenics thing I believe in some yeah. of the movies and stuff like that. I watched the movies and didn't read the books, but um, no, one hundred percent. But holy shit, yeah, that that's again sense. that's an example that now has been super commercial, yeah. but but even at its very origins, uh, that's there's always going to be someone offering. A perspective, perspective in general and as then, abstract or as literal as it may get but then there's a, and that's the thing too like it's almost like oh some people think right now that offering perspective won't have a change or won't do a, a material impact <laughs> but then the other day i'm like going through driving through the road for instance i'm going through santa monica boulevard and on the literally on the street yeah there's like iconography from uh Fucking the movie. Which one? Tin Man. Oh, um. Damn it! Wizard of Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Yes. Yeah. A movie that was made like years ago. There's like there's always like always gonna be super influential. Yeah, and I mean that's just one little example. Like there's hundreds of other millions of examples that have affected the way we even think. And we are on a like. This happens, I don't like to, I certainly don't, again, while we have certainly made a lot of strides, there's still a lot of stuff to keep going. We're still very far behind in terms of socially when it comes to filmmaking. But take someone, this this had been done before, I don't think I have any specific examples in my head, but take someone like Jordan Peele who makes a film, Mm -hmm. you know, Get Out, Mm -hmm. which was groundbreaking Mm -hmm. in the sense that it brought up a lot of important social issues through horror and uh, and comedy and through just an all-around great movie yeah that's the other important thing so this is something that like i so you can uh, like someone had phrased it really well don't sacrifice um you don't don't like don't settle for mediocrity in the name of like socially pushing forward mm. because then that's not it's not going to land mm. so you can have a, a you know yeah maybe the most diverse cast in the world but if the film or tv show is awful yeah 
no one's gonna you're not gonna get your message across because mm. people are just gonna be thinking what a piece of shit yeah um so it's it's always like make you know make, like push your message forward and also make it make it good yeah make no, it no, good no, 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 100% no but it's like it's also making me think of like if you care about something even though people don't believe in it yeah push it make it like perfect it and over yeah. time it's almost like what I have this fresh in my mind. I just watched the uh, Kanye West documentary. I have to see it. Wait, is that a Netflix one? Yeah, bro. It's three it. episodes. It's like fucking amazing. Really? Okay. Uh, I don't want to say more than that. Like, just what? It's broken up in three episodes. In each episode, it's like, for instance, the first episode, it's vision. It's about the vision. Sure. Second episode, it's about purpose. Third episode, it's about awakening. Okay. And it goes through this sort of a live journey, and it shows. A lot of his faces, but what I'm, why I'm bringing it up is because he had an idea, he yeah. had a vision, he followed through that vision, and that vision had an impact. I would say a positive impact to all to a certain extent to sure. how we approach culture later on. I mean, I'm not saying what he's doing right now or whatever. I'm just talking yeah. in its due moment, right before he, especially when people didn't believe in him. Mm. when it was a lot of like just backfiring on him and he had the sort of idea, the persistence to just keep him believing to this yeah. idea and this album and that's when he released I'm so hope I'm not spoiling too much but that's when fine. when released College Dropout yeah. then that album went on to like just do amazing things with him you know it's the whole it's, that's the argument the, do you separate the art from the artist that, that argument starts to pop up a lot I don't really want to go into it because it's a whole it's another conversation big fucking conversation yeah. I like my the way I see it is um, like I, you know as as someone as a if you're a celebrity or something like that you're not accountable to be you shouldn't be held accountable to being an angel <laughs> but at the same time don't be an asshole right don't be I, I I mentioned this in in one of my podcasts in Spanish mm -hmm. and and we we're talking about this shout out to Goose. Um, We were saying that at the beginning, if you have a vision, you should stick to that vision. And at some point, you should surrender that vision once. Like, you shouldn't become a mogul or, like, become, like, a Kaiser on the, yeah. on the vision and try to, like, appropriate. Because that's when you get very egoic and almost, yeah. like, pretentious and this whatever shit. Yeah. And that's when you start questioning who's the artist. But if you have a, a well-intended idea, believe in it until it's time to surrender that idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, this whole deal, I mean, obviously what he's doing is not okay. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, 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 a sh it's shitty and it's uh, yeah. inexcusable behavior. I, I think the, the only, like the thing, because a lot of, you know, people have told me like, oh, dude, like you're not going to listen to his music because of that. And I go, look, it's a gray area. It's a gray area. Mm. There are some artists where I'm like, I don't, really I'll listen to a few things but I'm not I'm not gonna start like following you intently if you continuously keep doubling down on like on all of the messed up stuff you yeah. do yeah. there's people that have made mistakes and you gotta and accept people that keep and yeah you gotta accept the I mean mistakes, we're not perfect we're humans you, and if you're every time you're saying no 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 you guys are wrong I am I, I got the vision right. you guys are Then I'm like, what the fuck? Are But you if you keep if you keep doubling down, and I'm like, all right, well, you lost me. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. And look, like I said, it's um, yeah, it's some of the issues, of course, are very black and white. You did something like 
absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, fuck yes. I mean, um, yeah. in pre- you know, previously the directors who have uh, assaulted actresses and producers okay. and stuff like that. That's pretty dead clear. That's pretty clear. That's, you know, yeah. um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a whole conversation. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot to go into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of discussion on that. It's, yeah, I'll just put it this way: it's clear. Usually, it's very clear mm-hmm. um, on a wide scale when someone fucks up mm-hmm. and continues to fuck up and can and mm-hmm. doesn't want to admit that they fucked up. Yeah, and where the intentions are coming from too. And yes, because so um, a lot of the times when we let's now shift a little bit, but sure. like when when we make you know we mess up in life or we just going through a learning experience mm. we can also like if we really start to reflect on things like we can also what know what were our intentions then or not there like obviously sometimes you do like make it's a problem it's an accident mm-hmm. it's like you you curse that someone but you, or I don't know that's maybe too clear but like you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. you didn't know you were hurting someone you know what I mean? But then you found out it, you were actually hurting someone, but you didn't know up until later that person brought it up to you. And yeah, and so, and then knowing how to say the thing is, what's not what 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 just seems like people don't do much these days, mm-hmm. and it's a very simple thing to do is say I'm sorry. <laughs> you mm-hmm. say you apologize because yeah. maybe because there's this whole thing about like no, I'm gonna stick to my principles or whatever. Mm. Yeah, you can stick to your principles, but do you not feel bad about having hurt someone else's feelings? Yeah. Maybe you're not sorry for what you said, but you're sorry you hurt that person, right? Yeah. Or maybe you're a goddamn psychopath. But like, yeah. you know, that's the, that's the other thing. It's, Absolutely. And um, yeah, and just putting your just letting your ego go and say I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, generally, yeah. This thing is just it's a, a it's, lot of it's a controversial topic to to go into as well because yeah. on the other side of the spectrum, a lot of people say too, I'm sorry too much. And it's almost like they're... No, then it becomes meaningless. Right. Then it's, it's almost it's like... Not, it's not only I'm sorry, it's I'm sorry, I'm going to do better. Exactly. And then you do better. Exactly. It's taking accountability, yeah. understanding your actions, and knowing how to... Or at least trying. Like, at yeah. least I'm trying to be better. Maybe I'm not just going from A to B right away, but I'm trying. You know? You're working on it. Yeah, I'm that's, doing my there's, best. There's, there's steps. People, Absolutely. I think there's a very... There's, I, I think it's a very popular belief because it's what we learn in school is that you know mm-hmm. nobody's perfect and then mm-hmm. um, you learn and, you and then you've got folks that just refuse to learn. But that's all. Well, and eventually you learn, dude. Honestly, like I don't think anyone goes through life. You without... will learn the hard way uh, if you if you refuse to to be open to it. You're gonna learn in the hard way. And hundred percent. Um, you know, life's gonna teach you either way. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna kick you in the ass. Yeah. But that's that's so dark. That's so dark. What else we got? Yeah. What, what else, else we got? got? You're right. You're right. We went into a little hole. We got out of the hole. Thank you for coming with us. Yeah. And we are back. Now, uh, Satya, you know, I like doing this thing in the podcast mm-hmm. where yeah, I always like my guests. I'm gonna have to improv with you or something or what? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You actually, <laughs> no. you're actually the Apple doesn't fall fall from the tree. Yeah. Um, I always like doing something creative. Okay. Uh, so it's up to you where we go. Like we could, um, oh, man. I mean, we don't have a camera. We could show one of your shorts towards the end or we could, um, maybe we could record a short and then show it right now. <laughs> <laughs> or we could do an improv or we could do a spoken word. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Give me ideas. Cause I don't I'm, know. You know, okay. I'm always happy to, to, uh, 
share a piece of my work because that's the goal I, I i want people to to see it that's the that's the goal you want because um uh, forget on my soapbox again you know art is for the people mm. so you want to you want you want people to see it. i mean yeah. you do it you do it for you but if you do it entirely for you it becomes a um an ego project in harsh in in harsh terms uh <laughs> from someone i know it becomes a uh like a, a creative jerk off where you're just you're just masturbating yeah you're just doing yeah. it it's, it's all for you and you're just done that's like yeah when you get up there especially on a on a stage or something and you're doing <laughs> something you. if, if if the audience is not with so I, it's totally okay to confuse your audience and take them on a journey yeah. but if by the end of the show they're like yeah i have no opinion on it because i have no idea what i just watched that's that's the worst thing. I'd rather have somebody walk out of a project of mine saying that's the worst fucking thing I've ever seen, and then give a thirty reasons why, instead of walking out and just be like, oh, and wasn't, then just wasn't nothing. But yeah. I think it, it comes back to not to get to back into that topic, but it's also like it's intentions though, mm. like because when someone tries to do something and it ends up being confusing, but it came from a place of I was intending to like really just help people or just really yeah, do yeah, something. Sure. I mean, there's value. I think that you yeah. get something from it. But when it comes out of like, I just want to show off. Yeah. No, it of comes course. off like that. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people <clears throat> like to shoot for, because this is a realm that is not traditional, that's not explored in the mainstream, is abstraction. In any form, in any sense of, maybe not painting, because abstract painting is pretty big. I love abstract. Yeah. Huh? I love but making abstract. if you like, uh, see right there. I'm still looking at your. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty. Mm -hmm. Did you make that? Uh, we kind of all a uh, group of people came over and we did that just for fun. I like that. That's Thank really you. nice. I like the colors there. Um, so, but the, like, people making it's just in the name of abstraction. Like, if you have no idea, if you're like, oh, I'm just gonna put this there and put this there and put that yeah. there, I'm gonna get on stage. And I'm gonna scream for five minutes. <laughs> like, doesn't mean something. It's a, and and even. Mm. And you can attach meaning to it, like pseudo meaning. Mm. You can just kind of make some after shit it up. or before. Even after, if somebody asks, yeah. so what did that mean? Mm. Um, but it doesn't. I don't know. It's just like it's it's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. You take some of the most abstract filmmakers. Mm -hmm. um, it's got to mean something. So these these two directors are two of my favorite directors of all time. They're called the Dan Daniels. It's a duo. The Daniels, okay, no. Yeah, Daniels. So it's Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, and okay. they made a bunch of music videos and short films that are up on Vimeo, but then they made one film with Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano called Swiss Army Man. Dude, I was just thinking about Paul Dano right now. Yeah, so it's a great what? movie. And I haven't seen that movie, but I've heard about it. It's, it's really good. Yeah, I love it. Wow. Um, and it's abstract. It's weird. It's uncomfortable, but ultimately uh, will leave you in tears. It has one of the most, wow. it, has, it has a very beautiful message. And they just made a new movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, Is it out now? I think it comes out uh, today, actually, here in, in a couple of theaters. Awesome. With uh, yeah. uh, Michelle Yao, Jamie Lee Curtis, and uh, Ki Hui Kwan, who was um, short round in the second Indiana Jones, most famously. Whoa. It's a little boy from that. He was doing martial arts and stunt work up until now, and now he's in this movie again. And everyone, all the reviews say it's the weirdest, craziest thing they've ever seen. They literally laugh and they cry, and it's probably this... Yeah. very abstract maybe not too grounded in reality piece of work because it's about the multiverse but i'm sure it's amazing i'm sure it yeah, has a bunch of things to say i can't wait to see it i i cannot wait to remind me of the name just just for everything everywhere all at once everything everywhere all at once awesome i'll yeah. check it out um all right satya we'll send us off with 
Are you gonna send us off with a short film then? Is it, I guess I can. What? I can. Uh, yeah, I'll have to pick something when I. Uh, yeah, get home send, after this. Send me something. It could be short, like you know, whatever, sure. or a snippet, or or tell us where you can. I can show you a, um, a mm -hmm. clip. Yeah, I will do a little self plug, but um, yeah, and here's a clip from, and then you just dub whatever. Just take the voiceover. Ah. The... <laughs> it's okay. I'll just put it after. Yeah. Um, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll send you a clip. Sounds good. For your listeners, it might be a little difficult. It's uh, without dialogue. <laughs> I like that. I like that because that means if you're listening to this, you got to check it out on YouTube. Yeah. See you um, Yeah, I mean, look, if I only got one small shameless self-plug here, it's not for... Uh, so um, my friend Brock Berenson, who is a sound designer and recorder, uh, him and I have another podcast called... This is similar to this one called So You're an Artist, dot, dot, dot which, again, you're more than welcome to join. As soon as he gets back in town, we're going to set you up for an interview. Awesome. Um, where we talk to creatives of all kinds. We want to highlight independent artists, and sometimes we talk to people who've been... So it's it's our mixture of highlighting artists who are just starting out, people like you and me who um, want to... who are just trying to break into the world, and then seasoned creatives who've been doing it their entire lives. Mm -hmm. Whether... Also, if they're like, you know, people who are typically in front of the camera or on stage or whatever level of fame yeah. as well, it doesn't really matter. It's not about that. Mm -hmm. It's not. So we just talked to everybody. We've talked to fellow podcasters. So that podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Awesome. Folks, say that again. Check it out. So you're an artist. So you're an artist. Available anywhere you Thank get your podcast, you. except for YouTube. It's an audio only podcast. Amazing. Amazing. So well, we'll Satya, I, I want to thank you. Dude, thank this you. was so much fun. No, no, no. I, I hope you know, I like, I, I think I said before we started recording, I don't generally get interviewed. I do the interviewing mm -hmm. myself. So this was interesting to be able to share some some thoughts. Amazing. Thank you for trying my coffee as well. My, your coffee was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, we're going we're gonna to get there soon. I, I want to set up a coffee shop so everyone can try it. Please set up a coffee yeah, shop. So for artists try it. and for people. Yeah. If you, you know what, to go make yourself a coffee, grab a blanket, rewind this podcast and start it over with coffee. Join us. Drink along with us. I had two cups of this shit and I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm <laughs> yeah. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, bro. All right. Appreciate dude. it. Thank you so much for sticking to the end. I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. And now a little teaser trailer from an upcoming project of Satya's called Hen.